Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by HelloFresh.com. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for supporting my podcast. And they've gone above and beyond by giving you guys $30 off your first week of deliveries when you go to HelloFresh.com and use the offer code BLAME30. So check it out. Go get yourself some nom noms. This 
episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Smile Direct Club. Smile Direct Club is the first brand for your smile, using technology to help you avoid office visits and cut your costs of your teeth. No one wants to spend a lot of money on your teeth. You can get 50% off your evaluation by visiting smiledirectclub.com and using our promo code BLAME at the checkout. I've been told I'm too well adjusted to things. I'm I'm alarmingly well adjusted, which I'm like, why is that an insult? Yeah, Do you know I don't. What I, that doesn't seem like a bad thing to me. I don't I think, think it's so good, either. I think it's good to be well adjusted. I'm like very. I'm just very self aware. And so, by the way, like, we're going to well, start the episode with I'm too self adjusted. I am too self adjusted. <laughs> People are like, why are you so? Because I never like freak out. I like I'm just like very placid all the time unless I'm like excited. That's not true. You're not placid. No, you're, you're, I mean like you're, no, no, you're but like, super animated. I no no. I'm definitely super animated, but like I'm not the kind of person like I would never like I don't scream, I don't yell, I don't like have like full blown like freak unless I'm having a panic attack, I'm not freaking out. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like I either it's like calm or panic attack, and there's no real in between. Okay. I don't cry unless I'm being paid to cry. <laughs> Like straight up. That's the actor's love. Or, or if I'm watching Marley and Me, which I now refuse to watch. I won't even watch sad movies or sad anything because I'm like, I have to cry so much every single day for work that right. I don't don't even. Why would I want to watch something that makes me cry? Well, hello, Megan. Oh, hello. Speaking of work. Speaking of work. Uh, we are recording a new episode of your podcast. We are. And I'm so excited. Is it bad I listen to my podcast? No, that's great. That's how you improve your podcast. When am I going to stop listening to it? Like, when is it? Because Grace was like, yeah, I don't listen to it anymore. And so I was like, when am I going to get to that point? Well, Grace and I have done like over 100 episodes of Not Too Deep. So I was re-listening to some. I believe this is like episode three. Four. Okay, episode four. Great. You've not listened to all of them. Oh, believe me. I listened to all of them. Multiple times. Trust me. Don't worry about that. But, um... So I wanted to start every episode of, of the show talking about what's up with you yeah. and what's up with you right now is you are knee deep and shooting freakish. I am. I would say I'm like toe deep because we've only done two weeks. Got it. So I'm like big toe. I have really big toes though. So like we're like, we're like <laughs> relatively, in, we're relatively into it and it's cool. There's new characters, there's new people. And I'm really excited that they announced it. They didn't tell us they were announcing we were doing a season two. Because in the last podcast, you're now like, you're allowed to talk about it. That's now cool. I'm allowed to talk about it and I'm allowed to like Snapchat and Instagram and like have valid excuses to blame for when I'm like, yo, I haven't Hey, speaking of blame, let's introduce this podcast. Welcome to Don't Blame Me, you guys. Wow, great segue. <laughs> uh, this is my podcast. Uh, my name is Megan Rinks. If you haven't already heard my voice already, what have you been doing? There's more episodes for you to catch up on. And there's lots and lots of advice that I have given you guys. So yeah, this is an advice podcast. You guys call in, you leave voicemails, and you tell me your problems, and I fix them. And if you haven't called in yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life. You're probably watching Handmaid's Tale. But the phone number to call is 310-694-0976. Again, if you have problems, 99 problems, and a bitch is possibly one, it is 310-694-0976. Did I quote that song right? I think that's close enough. 99 problems. I got 99. Well, nope. I think it's I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. And a bitch ain't one. Not yeah. but a bitch. I like butter bitch because it's like a bitch with butter. Butter, butter bitch. Butter bitch. Um, and hello, everybody. I am Megan's producer, Jack Ferry. Pew pew pew. I'm here to spark conversation, and we, you, of course, are listening to "Don't Blame Me," the advice podcast. 
And uh, this week, did you want to talk a little bit about the theme that we're doing of this episode? Oh, yeah. It's like end of the school year, prom, finals, life, graduation. It is almost, is it almost summer? I have no sense of what it's like to it be young. It certainly feels like summer. It does feel like summer. Speaking of being young, though, I actually just recorded a video that I uploaded yesterday of me retaking the SATs, but I only did practice tests. How'd you do? Um. Okay. All of the comments. So I've been like, I've been guilty of like playing dumb for comedy before and everyone being like, Megan, don't sell yourself short. Like stop being so self-deprecating. Like don't play dumb. Like don't sell. And I'm like straight up. I tried my goddamn hardest (laughs) and I was so terrible. And the whole thing that was hilarious to me. So what college would you have gotten into with you? UC Riverside where I went. (laughs) No, I mean, the thing is that's crazy about it is, well, I mean, obviously so many of the people who are watching and probably some people who are listening to this, like you're, if you're in high school or even in middle school and all that stuff, like all of that information is like fresh on your brain. If like X equals six and like X, Y times two, and then all of these different things, I don't use that in real life ever. I didn't. You didn't know how to do that? Well, I hate you. And there was I'm just making that so, up. I have no idea what that is. It was like the Warsaw <laughs> Treaty and like the Battle of Bosworth stuff. And mm, I was like. Mm. The Warsaw Pact. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, whatever. And why you. Sir Jack went to college. Well, to be fair, though, when you take the SATs, there's like months of prep and they actually have like Pete. PSATs and SAT mm-hmm. prep classes. And then there's tutors and there's books. Yeah. And they teach you all these strategies. And the be- the funniest part of it is like you, you're you told that this is like, this is all of the knowledge you've learned in education before you go to college and all of these things to like send you off into the real world. I'm like, bitch, the last time I did math <laughs> without a calculator did not happen. I left the incorrect tip at PF Chang's and had to go back. That's like the last time I did math without a calculator. Actually, I'm really good at calculating tips. That's the most embarrassing thing when you accidentally leave like the completely wrong tip and you have to go back and go, I'm so sorry. I'm bad at math. Yeah. Like, (laughs) hi, I'm an adult who sucks. Here you go. I didn't mean to give you uh, 2%. (laughs) That's my bad. You were wonderful, Jared. Thank you for the deep fried lettuce cups. They're not deep fried. Okay, cool, guys. We asked you for a bunch of your end of the year questions, and now we got those calls to listen to. Let's get started. Hey, Megan, I'm 17, and I had my senior prom last weekend, and it was my first time, like, actually getting properly drunk, and I went to a party after the dance and drank even more, and apparently I was getting alarmingly close to one of my guy friends who I've known forever and have no feelings for in that way at all. Um, I had so much fun, but I don't remember anything, and now people at school are saying we hooked up, even though we definitely didn't, and I don't want people talking about me and spreading rumors. It was my first party, and I want to go to more and do more, like, fun, spontaneous things before I graduate, but now I feel like I shouldn't because I don't like having people spreading rumors about me or any possible bad decisions I may or may not make, and I would just rather avoid that altogether. Do you have any advice on what I should do or stories about dumb stuff you've done when you're drunk so I feel less shitty about myself? I mean, if people are spreading rumors about you, it means you're popular. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, getting drunk and doing stupid shit. I mean, thankfully, you're talking to the queen of that. Uh, and I actually really relate to your story because I can throw it back to the one of my guy friends that I just like threw myself all over who had a date at prom. His name was if you're listening to this. We can't use that. Why? I just bleeped his name. Why? We're still friends. Uh, he still references it all the time. He's like, remember that time you tried to hook up with me at prom in front of 
Okay, but for the, for the sake Fine. of liability, I'm okay. still going to uh, bleep all of those names that okay. you just said. <laughs> okay, well, I really, I totally understand that. But I think also you have to remember that high school is just about gossip. I mean, even if you're going to parties and getting drunk and doing all of that stuff, people are going to talk no matter what. And I think if you kind of own up and take pride in whatever actions that you do, hopefully try and remember them. Um, and I think if you can kind of be the first person to make fun of yourself, then people are, you become less of a target. I think if you're quick to make fun and be like, oh my God, I was like so trash last night. Can you believe I did X, Y, and Z? I think if you're the first person to like kind of make fun of yourself or reference things, then you're giving people less to gossip about because it's less taboo because you're addressing it first yourself and then laughing it off. And then when it comes to, uh, you know, forgetting stuff, try not to get as incredibly drunk. Um, I have done a lot of stupid, stupid, stupid things while drunk. And uh, maybe, you know, if worse comes to worse, turn around on your friends and be like, I didn't make out with him. I think you were drunker than me. Uh, or maybe get him in the cahoots and be like, yeah, we didn't hook up. And also just take in mind next weekend, someone else is going to get way drunker and going to completely forget about it. And on to the next call. So here's the deal. I am 21. I think I'm a junior in college. I might be a sophomore still. I don't know. But this town sucks, and I literally can't find a job. And my parents keep getting on me to, like, find a job. And I've applied to so many places. I've had so many interviews, and I just can't find anything. But I did find this website that hooked me up with guys to have phone sex with. And so I've been doing that and making money for rent and everything I need. But my parents keep asking me if I got a job and how I found, like, money, like, how I get money. They keep asking me. And I don't know what to tell them. So what lie can I tell my parents? Because they're not going to go with the whole phone sex thing, and I'm not moving back to North Dakota. I'm, like, so curious what her phone sex voice sounds like. Maybe it's just that. Do you think so? <laughs> I mean, what lie you can tell your parents? Um, I mean, depends on how smart you are. Be like, I'm tutoring people. Um, you could say... You work at, um, say you work at a place where you don't get to take home your uniform, like Chipotle. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you think she should lie? Um, I no. I mean, I I think I think you you're the only person who can assess your situation. Like, if you feel like you're in a place where your parents aren't gonna like absolutely like lose their shit, and like you feel like physically safe to like say something like that go for it. But I think if there's a hesitation, like I'm all for like sex positive for like doing your own thing and all that kind of stuff. And like, I think honestly, I think that's really cool. And I think that's like very badass and something I could never do. Also, because I say like every other word and I have like the voice. Ooh, like, let's get oh a little God. sample of what your uh, phone sex uh, voice would be like. No, I just want to do like ASMR. Oh my God. Do you think there's ASMR phone sex? You can call Wait, in for we ASMR. We, sh should, we should make that. We should delete all of this from the podcast. <laughs> we should literally do that. And we should have an app where it's like you press, you're like, you want to have like a head massage. And it's mm. like, oh, no, so we'll do like a cam girl, ASMR cam yes. girls. <laughs> I, that's a really good idea. So uh, people just call in and you just give them custom ASMR. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I want you to talk about. I feel like we're going to make a billion dollars yeah. with this you idea. Have to, you know, you have to cut all of this out of the podcast. <laughs> just bleep it so no one knows what we're actually talking about. No, this is sick-ass content. I'm going to leave it in. Ah, fine. <laughs> okay. No one steal it. We're patenting it right now. Um, but no, I think if you feel like you're in a safe place to like tell your parents the truth, go for it. Um, but I also think if you don't feel like – not even like they're not going to – if they're not going to be supportive, like, okay, 
I mean, if you did you watch Big Little Eyes? One girl tried to sell her virginity online. Sorry, that was a spoiler. Not really. I mean, it's a great show. You should watch it on HBO. But I think you can only be the only person to know how your parents would react. I don't necessarily think it's a bad job at all. I think, like, girl got to hustle. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would if, if you were going to come up with a lie, I would say pick a job in which, A, you would have no work friends. B, you wouldn't be allowed to have your phone at work and or take pictures and see something where you couldn't take your uniform home. I mean, what do you what's your opinion on her doing, you know, what's effectively sex work? I mean, I think if you're doing it in a safe way, like I think that's I'm in the process of reading this book about this woman who like she worked in an L.A. dungeon and she, I was oh, telling Scarlet, you about her Scarlet Letters, Scarlet Letters yeah. and how she had this very like positive experience with it. So I think it can be really great. And I think if well, I think that's a little different, actually. And that's what I wanted to yeah. talk to you about is um, I think people who get into sex work because they have to, because this is what it sounds like. This girl can't find any other job. So yeah. she has to do this. This is the only way she's been able to make her rent. I think it's different than somebody who's like, there's this trying to explore. Something. Yeah, there's this kinky yeah. side of me. And this is an opportunity that I get to explore it yeah. in a very like uh, enlightened and empowered way with other professionals who can like train me and teach me how to like do things safely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think there's a difference there. And I think it's important that because knowing some people that yeah. used, used to work in sex work, I know that if you don't have the right frame of mind about it, it can kind of mess you up. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to be careful about that for yourself. Yeah. I think that phone sex operators are probably one of the safer ends of the yeah. spectrum on that. But even so, there could potentially be things that happen at your work that will could be potentially traumatizing. I think you need to protect yourself. Yeah. And make sure you have people you can talk to about it. So I think if you're not telling your parents what you're doing, at least have your friends know. And that's the same thing. Like if you don't feel, if you feel like you're doing this purely out of like desperation because you need a job and you feel gross about it and like it doesn't feel, you feel like embarrassed and kind of like dirty and not in like the good Christina Aguilera way about it, then I mean, maybe, maybe get a job at Chipotle. Like at the end of it, like I understand that jobs are hard to find, but there's also... Not that I'm shitting on us millennials, but like everyone wants to run a social media account for a bikini line and like nobody wants to like work at Baskin Robbins. So I think if it comes to being like picky with other jobs, if there's a way for you to have another job that makes you feel a exactly like safer or feel like better about it and something you're not necessarily embarrassed by. But then also like if you feel like a badass about it, go for it. But also I'd say short term plan. You should like focus on other stuff too. Next call. I'm 16 and I'm actually graduating this year. I'm graduating in two weeks. Um, actually less than two weeks. Wow. Um, because I'm so young, I'm staying pretty local and going to the community college for a little bit. And then when I go away to a four-year school, I'm going to still stay pretty local because I'm an only child and I don't want to leave my mom and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> I just want to stay pretty nearby. Unfortunately, my best friend has not had that same idea, and he is actually moving eight hours away this summer. And I am, like, really hurt. Like, not hurt, but I don't know. It just makes me sad that he's going to be so far away. And I know that it's what's right for him, and I know that it's an incredible school and um He's moving to South Carolina, and I know that it's going to be perfect for him. But I just, oh, I can't imagine not having him around. 
And every time, like, anybody even kind of mentions, like, oh, yeah, so-and-so is, you know, moving or something, like, I literally, I can't have that conversation. I can't talk about it or else it makes me so upset. Um, and, like, I don't know, I just, I see him all the time and I, like, like, I love hugs from him and I don't know how I'm going to go so long without, like, just being near him. Um... So, yeah, I just need some advice on, like, how do you become okay with your friends leaving and going so far away? And how do you maintain that same same sort of close relationship with somebody that you love so dearly? Yeah, you're super in love with him, dude. (laughs) Oh, unless he's gay, but you didn't say he was gay. You can still be in love with somebody who's gay. (sighs) True. I was going to throw another name, but you were going to believe it. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead, say it. I'll just believe it. Uh, (laughs) Loved him, seventh grade. Super gay. We met in theater, like at theater. So I'm like, I don't know why I thought that. All the warning signs were there, Megan. Literally everyone. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. You sound super in love with him. Um, damn. Yeah, I I think you also kind of have to look at it in a way. You're not to be a bitch, but it's looking at it in kind of a selfish way right now. He's not leaving you. And not all of your friends are leaving you to go to college. You're staying. Like, I think at the same time, they could have the same sort of feeling like, well, why didn't you pick a college to go by like where they are and all of that sort of stuff. So I think it's not playing the blame game. No one's really abandoning you, but you seem pretty aware of the situation and the fact that they are going to the schools or he's going to the school that's best for him and that, you know, it's going to be really great for him and everything. But. I mean, it's the 21st century. There's FaceTime. There's all of those things. I had a really, really hard time leaving my best friends for school. Granted, I wasn't in love with her. Hi, Sydney. We can use her name. She's my best friend. (laughs) Um, I had a really hard time when I went away because I had a really, I just had a shit college experience and it was so hard to be away from like my best friends and we'd been best friends since we were like 10. So it's hard, but I think it's about like saving money for trips to fly out and see each other. And saving money and doing, like, trips not even, like, my best friend and I, we will meet up in, like, random cities together and go on trips and find ways to do that. And then FaceTime and text. And then also just going into it with, like, that serious understanding of the fact that even if there are, like, lapses in conversation or you've kind of, like, lost touch for a week at a time and you haven't been able to be in the same routine of talking and seeing each other every day doesn't mean that you guys aren't still as good of friends as that you are. You just need to be able to come back to that as if no time has passed and you need to have your own separate experiences. There's a part of me that is like, do you want to tell him that you're in love with him? But I mean, is that going to help you or hurt you? You probably should Look, he's just le- he's do le- it. He's leaving. Yeah. Why? What do you have to lose? Yeah. Why not get it out there? I think, right, yeah. I mean, we're making a lot of assumptions. Maybe she's not in love with him, but... Based on the what that call sounded like, it sounds like she is. There's no harm in even if it's platonic love. Yeah. There's also no harm in saying, "I'm sad that you're leaving. I understand why you're leaving, but I'm sad that you're leaving because I really do love you." Yeah. And I think at the very least, uh, it will spark a conversation where they can where there could be some sort of middle ground found where we can be like, maybe he'll say, "I love you too," either platonically or romantically. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do so this is less painful. Yeah, it sounds like there needs to be some sort of closure. And I get not wanting to talk about it with other people who are like, oh, how much does it suck that so-and-so is leaving? Like, that totally sucks. But being able to talk about it with him and either come to, exactly, come to a common ground and come to, like, a midpoint of being like, well, this is how we're going to approach this. 
whether it is romantic or just friendship and being able to like lay out like, okay, well, you're going to be back for Christmas break or winter break here. You'll be back here. We'll be able to do this here. And like, let's schedule a FaceTime to do once a week here and all that stuff. Because I think if you go into it and it just feels like he's getting on a boat and it's like the 1800s and you're like, I'll see you never again. Like slow wave. People rode boats in the 1800s. Then I think that feels a little more scary. But if you have some sort of like set plans already and it's like, well, I'm going to see you in this amount of time. Yeah, and it was then also feeling better. the entire summer. And then oh, before yeah. you know it, here's Thanksgiving. That's true. And they're back. Yeah. And then there's and then you've got like your winter slash Christmas, Hanukkah, Christmaka break after that. And then there's spring break. And then if you go to like a rich white people's school, there's ski week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing doomed here. No, there's nothing doomed. And there's FaceTime. There's so much FaceTime to be had. There's texting to be had. There's all of that. But just make sure to staying in your hometown or staying close by to where you are and having your college experience, it can be really easy to like not immerse yourself in college and kind of just treat it as if like you're not getting into the social scene. And even though it's community college, I would try at least on your end too to like really make make a lot of friends and do all that stuff and not just look at it as the friends who I know who went to community college and then transferred to a bigger university, the ones who enjoyed it the most were the ones who still treated community college like college and still like made friends and didn't treat it as like a stepping stone. They kind of enjoyed it while they were there and then moved on to like the next thing, but didn't just like think of it as like, oh, this is something I have to do, but I'm just going to pretend it's like high school again. We're going to take a quick break. More calls after this. So this episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you guys by HelloFresh.com. And right now for spring, HelloFresh is offering late spring-like meals. And they have just introduced the most important, and in my humble opinion, best meal of the day. Breakfast. Yeah. Breakfast options. And guess what? They all amount to less than $10 per meal. That is so much cheaper than the expense expensive avocado toast you are paying for from some bougie bodega, okay? And guess what? You made it yourself. So you can take your Instagram pictures of your food in the comfort of your own home, and you can use hashtags like hashtag I made this, and it makes all of your Instagram followers think that you have your life together. So I am very excited that HelloFresh is sponsoring this episode and even more excited because they're giving... You guys, dun, 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 $30 off your first week of deliveries. $30 is a decent chunk of money. That's not like a wimpy discount where you're like, eh, not worth it. You're like, oh, whoa, 30 bucks off? Like, damn. I mean, hey, I'm sure even rich people would be like, I'll take $30 off something. That sounds like a really good deal. Because it is. In order to get that $30 off, you guys need to go to HelloFresh.com and then use our custom offer code. <laughs> they gave us a custom one. Feeling very special. That code is BLAME30. Again, HelloFresh.com and use the offer code BLAME30. Personally, I'm a huge fan of HelloFresh. I have fun cooking the meals. I like that you can choose the difficulty level. So if I want to feel like I'm on MasterChef, I can. And then it's also fun to have all the steps written out there. So usually when my friends are over and I'm cooking dinner, they're kind of like, oh, you got this. And they'll kind of ask if I need help, but they know I'm going to say no because I know they're going to mess it up. But this time when I'm using HelloFresh, there's literally the instructions 
on a piece of paper. So they have to help me because they actually know what to do. No excuses. Makes cooking easier for you. Clean up easier. It's amazing. So again, HelloFresh.com. Go use the code BLAME30 to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Send me pictures of what you eat because I like food. My stomach's also grumbling right now. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Smile Direct Club. Smile Direct Club is the first digital brand all about your smile. So happy that there's a digital brand about your smile because I'll be real, I live my life in the digital age. And do you know what that means? That means I'm a millennial who hates going into buildings and talking to people and interacting with humans face to face. And guess what? They know that. It's like they're psychic. It helps you avoid office visits. And guess what? It does another thing millennials need. It saves you money because we're all broke because we're spending all of our money on avocado toast. It cuts costs up to 70% and even some dental plans reimburse you. Like you get even more money back. Additional savings. Who doesn't love saving? But then you can save even more, which is even better than saving the first time. I'll be real. I've had consultations for other invisible aligner brands and straight up, it is like bare minimum $5,000. If you follow me on Snapchat, you heard me complaining about this and talking about this. And it costs so much money that I was like, you know what? It's cool that my teeth are moving rapidly as I'm getting older. Apparently, second puberty is a real thing and my teeth are all shifting in my mouth. It's actually true. Smile Direct Club does not cost $5,000. They're a single payment of $1,700 and all of the lab costs are waived. And you can use their easy payment plan, which is Smile Pay which just sounds friendlier than like going into an office and talking to like some old person and being like, take my credit card. Uh, my teeth are straight, but I still hate this. So Smile Direct Club works with state certified dentists, only legit here, and orthodontists to ship your aligners straight to your door in monthly shipments. That means there's no more expensive in-office visits. You don't have to search for parking anywhere. You don't have to talk to other humans face to face and lie about how often you floss. And there's no more of those like embarrassing headgear and all of that stuff. That's not happening. You don't have to be brace face unless you want to be brace face in which say, I'd say go for Halloween costume because it's like a day-to-day -day life thing. That seems really excessive. And if you're not sure if your teeth qualify for Smile Direct Club, they offer a $95 risk-free evaluation to see if you do. And if you don't qualify, the fee is just going to be refunded to you. Literally no harm, no foul. So if you're in your head being like, my teeth are crazy crooked, I need this. And then you do. And then they're like, no, no, you're fine then guess what? You didn't waste all your money on something you didn't actually need. They're going to tell you. They're going to be straight up with you. So God, we need more honest people in our life. I just started the evaluation process, which I'm going to say I'm very excited about because I have done in-person consultations for the very expensive ones, and they just made me sad. It was sad to have this very qualified dentist and orthodontist sit there and look at my teeth and tell me all the things that were wrong with them. And I would personally, like, I already know it, and I'd like to avoid that. So instead, it got shipped straight to my house. It was so quick, painless, and easy, and I didn't have to face any of the ridicule or the waiting room of people who were potentially having, I don't know, ice packs on their face, which usually scares me. So that felt great. And I'm excited because I am on my way to a straighter smile, which means a lot to me because I'm not kidding when I say I'm currently going through second puberty and my teeth are shifting. It's a real thing. It is. My bottom teeth. They're getting more and more crooked every day, but not any longer. Now I'm just waiting for my next shipment. And guess what? I don't even have to book an appointment. I don't even have to do anything. It's just happening. 
I love that. It's like they're already like just guessing that I'm going to forget to book something. So like, "Mm, you know what? Let's avoid all of that. We're just going to ship this to your house. And then it's like Christmas for my teeth. You guys can get started with an at-home impression for 50% off $95 for all of you who aren't math whizzes, which I'm not a math whiz. That's $47.50. And in order to get that price, you guys got to go to smiledirectclub.com and use our code, which is BLAME. Again, smiledirectclub.com, offer code BLAME. It's covered by the smile guarantee. So if the aligners aren't a good fit for you, you're just going to get your money back. Get 50% off your $95 evaluation fee by visiting smiledirectclub.com and using the code BLAME at checkout. Not available in North Carolina. And we're back. Back, 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 back again. It's time for the next call, call, call. Tell a friend, friend. I'm 16, and I knew this question was perfect for you because you've gone through the same exact thing. And I'm basically getting a nose job over the summer. Um, It has to do with, like, health reasons, but it's mainly for, like, like selfish reasons. I want a better-looking nose, and I've had health problems with it, so my insurance is covering it. But my question is... A lot of people are asking me about it because I take off time from school and stuff, and so my teachers, like, have brought it up in class, like, why are you going to be out for a a couple weeks and stuff? And they actually, my own teachers are literally judging me because I'm getting a nose job. And a lot of them are asking me, like, is it for medical reasons? All this stuff, like, your nose looks fine, blah, 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 all their opinions. But, and I say yes, but I almost feel like I'm, like, lying to them because it's not, it's, for my own reasons and I don't like the way my nose looks so I'm going to change it and I do have a deviated septum when I went to go to the doctor to look at it they told me I had a really bad deviated septum and that they would be able to fix that and that the insurance might cover it and it does but all these other people don't know that and they don't know the logistics behind it and I'm really nervous because I not feel like I'm not being my true self towards them <sighs> please I know that you probably have gone through this because well, I watched your videos about the nose job, and it actually made me more comfortable. I know that you went through a lot, and I'm prepared for that. But I'm just, I'm really nervous. So please answer my question. Thank you. I don't think you have to explain yourself to everybody. Like, you don't have to tell the truth to everybody if you don't want to. Not everyone deserves an explanation if they're just going to be judgy about it. But people are always going to be judgy about it. I mean, I still even get that when people look at old pictures of me. They're like, well, why'd you get your nose done? You had such a great nose. And I'm like, well, I don't care. You don't, you don't have to look in the mirror every day. I don't like it. But I think if it comes to you can tell people the truth if you want to, but also don't feel like you're lying to them because it's none of their it's literally none of their business. Like you don't owe them shit. And so if you want to change something about you, I say 100% go for it. It's going to make you feel better. And if other people want to judge you, tough shit they need to find new things to watch on tv and also it's not yeah you didn't ask for their opinions and their comments and all of that and also i feel you with the teacher stuff i had teachers who were weird about that kind of things too but they we had a girl who got a breast reduction in seventh grade and teachers were like i don't know why she would do that like that seems so ridiculous like she's still going through puberty and i was like i'm sorry she's like 13 and has like tits that are like falling on the ground and she hates her life so i think like knowing that even adults are going to be kind of assholes about that sort of stuff but as long as like you're confident with it and cool about it don't tell anybody or tell people and then just have them have them judge you regardless because I mean explanation or not even if you say it's for medical and health reasons there's still this kind of like people look down upon plastic surgery for all those sort of reasons so I mean I just say fuck them on to the next call so I'm 17 and I'm 
about to finish my junior year in high school, and I have pretty much since freshman year known what I want to do. I want to go into fashion merchandising and marketing. Um, I don't know exactly what in that realm I want to do, but I know I want to do something in fashion. Not as much the design aspect, but more, like, marketing and stuff like that. So when I first told my mom about this, like, freshman year, she didn't really think it was, like, real, I guess, or I don't know. She just was very skeptical about it, didn't think that it was very much like a real job. And as she's looked into it more, she's started to accept it a little bit more, but she's still kind of apprehensive about it and things like that. So this year we went on a lot of college visits um, all over the country, really. And one place that I really want to go and look at schools at is New York City, because that's like the big hub for fashion and everything like that. And I would love 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 to live in New York City that's like my dream I've never been but like just from pictures and I watch YouTube videos of people that live in New York City and read blogs and all this stuff and it just seems like my kind of place I live in a small town in Ohio so she's kind of skeptical about me going to a big city and doesn't want me going to school in New York at all if I were paying for my college, I would say, like, fuck it, basically, and go and do, go and live in New York City. But my parents are paying for my college, so I can't really say that. I don't know how to convince her to let me go to school in New York City, or at least even visit schools in New York City. She's just very skeptical of the whole idea, and I've showed her, like, research and all this stuff, and I've tried to convince her, but she really just isn't having it. So if you could just give me any advice on what I could do and things like that and just any advice really on, like, following your aspirations and not letting other people tell you what you can and can't do, that would be amazing. Sadly, in this situation, your parents can tell you what to do and what not to do because they're the ones paying for college. Um First of all, fashion – I didn't even know fashion merchandising was a thing until all of my friends in high school were like, I'm going to go to college and major in fashion merchandising. And I was like, so we all watch Gossip Girl and everyone wants to be Blair Waldorf. Um, I think it's something that could possibly give an incentive for your mom or for your parents in general would be to actually just apply to schools in New York. And then if you get into them, then have that be the incentive to tour them. I think giving her as much information as humanly possible about like why you want to go there and all of these different things for that reason. I mean, I think it's hard for parents in general to warm up to the idea, unless your parents like hate you, of you going far away like to school just in general. Um but it's also, I think there's an idea that you have of New York, too, which I'm not saying I look at Jack me like he can't shank me because he loves New York. Um, you don't necessarily know if that's exactly the place you want to be at either. Like, I definitely had all of these colleges in mind. I was convinced I was going to go to NYU. I was like, I'm going to go to NYU. And the first time I like went to New York, I was like, I'm not going to go to NYU. It's just not my kind of place. But I definitely like I fell into the glamour of all of that stuff. Not that I'm saying that you're doing that at all, but I think if you can apply to schools in New York, first of all, if you, not to like be really like dark, but like if you don't get into any of the schools, what happens if you like spend all this time touring these amazing schools in New York that you love and you didn't get into and your mom's all mad because she spent all this money flying all the way there where maybe it's like, well, let's see if this is a feasible option 
And then if it is, then being able to tour those schools. I mean, that's what I did for college. Like I toured all the local ones before I, I must have auditioned for them. I mean, I did audition for college, but before I applied and then the ones that were far away that I got into, then I went to those to look at it. I'm going to offer a suggestion again. Okay. You can take or leave it, Megan, but um, she can go to a local school and study fashion and then when she gra- the moment she graduates and she's That's no true. longer under the thumb of her parents, she can be, bye, mm-hmm. going to New York now with yeah. my newly armed with my okay. degree. Good call. Yeah. I think also you can just go to school close by, whether it's community college. I mean, you, can't, you can't manage in fashion merchandising. Maybe you can. Go to any school. Look, there are, there, there are fashion institutes all over the country. Mm-hmm. Lots so. of fashion in Akron, Ohio. Well, maybe no, not there, probably. but you can you can probably find some place. I mean, she's probably not far from Cincinnati, Cleveland, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, Chicago. Maybe her oh, mom yeah. would be okay with her going to Chicago. It's still in the Midwest. Yeah. What if? Yeah, I think it's a good a, a good compromise with your mom is maybe going to school somewhere close by or closer, and then just leaving as soon as you're done with college and moving to New York. But I think the idea of Chicago, Chicago's not that far, and Chicago has kind of like a smaller. New York City feel and maybe that's kind of like a good middle ground for you too so you're not super far away but you're also feeling like you're in a like a metropolitan sort of place and getting that similar kind of vibe and there's a lot of really cool like Chicago fashion bloggers like that's like a thing Chicago's a thing for that sort of stuff so I mean that's a good one or then also I say still apply to schools in New York and then if you get in then take it from there but also know that at the end of the day, your parents are paying for college and you can't, I mean, you can't convince them. Also, I have friends who like convinced their parents, let them go to schools that were either crazy expensive or something like that. And the parents like made it happen and it, the kids lasted two months and hated it and dropped out. I'm just going to throw this out there because um, I went to NYU and I stayed in New York, but that is not the typical experience of most people who go to college. Like if you go to Notre Dame, mm-hmm. you're not going to stay in that mm-hmm. area. If you go to Penn State, you're not going to stay in State College, Pennsylvania. You're going to go to school, mm-hmm. you're going to get your degree, and then you're going to go somewhere else because yeah. you're no longer in college. NYU is sort of like, or like if she went to FIT or at Columbia or Fordham or whatever, that's a little different because New York, obviously, you it's a place that you would want to stay. And but you're I, in the city. Most colleges are built on like campus, like they're built far away from places because they're cheap. All right. I'll say something we could include in the school. I'll just say this. Having gone to school in New York City, I did miss the opportunity of having a real campus experience. And I think you can still get the best of both worlds. You can go to a good school that has a nice campus and live the college life that a lot of people who go to school in New York don't get to experience. And there's nothing stopping you from moving to New York as soon as you've got that degree. Also, loans from colleges in New York. I have friends who are still paying off their NYU loans. Oh, Jack's raising his hand, as is he. It is, and even like the dorming and everything is so crazy expensive. So maybe if it's saving some money, going someplace closer, and then being able to either like come up with a deal with your parents that it's like, hey, if I'm saving X amount of money, could I get like a little bit of help to move out to New York after school because I didn't go for four years? Or being able to go to a school that's has an opportunity to like work on the side and save money and then move out to New York. And you're moving out to New York far less poor than everybody else who's just staying from NYU. Also, all of my friends who went to NYU literally had to come home for two years to save money after they graduated school. 
Even I went home for a little bit after NYU. It's it's very expensive. Also, if you go to a school close by and you still want to get the New York experience, try like an internship, especially when it comes to fashion. I have friends who literally did fashion merchandising internships in New York City, and they went to school in like Northern California and all that stuff. And you're able to spend a whole summer there. I mean, most of the time, a lot of them, one of them even was in New York. She was in an NYU dorm doing all of that. So you can kind of get a taste of that. And it also is getting you in the door with those people. And especially because I think that's such a good way in New York to get a good job in that is internships. Because it's not necessarily just your college classes because you're not really making any. It sucks to say that you're not really making connections in college with like professional stuff. You're really just making friends and doing all of that stuff and kind of living that experience. But if you're able to really not only have your college life and do the social aspects and like education and all those things, but then be able to have like your side professional business hustle that gets you closer to the dream job that you want in the city that you want. I think that's a smart idea. Okay, guys, that is it for the calls today. But now it's time for drum roll, please. I've never played drums before. Producer's Corner, where producer Jack Ferry picks his favorite question. I picked my, uh, this call I picked this week, um, not because it's necessarily my favorite question, although I do think it's interesting, but because it is a male caller and we don't get uh, our, our our female to male ratio. Uh, it's sort of like uh, 99 to one or something like that. So I wanted to highlight this male caller. Um, and I also think it's an interesting question. And if you are a male listener, please call in. Uh, we, were, we would love to get some more of your calls because we uh, appreciate diversity. Hello. So this is my uh, first time calling, long-time listener, love the show. Uh, I am 25, and so here's the deal. I, uh, I'm i just going to cut right to the cheese. I don't know when to say I love you to someone that I started dating that I met online. And uh, let me give you a little bit more emphasis. I'm just – I say I love you to all the people in my family, and I've – grown up with people and even the people I've dated over the years I feel like it was a bit easier to say it because I remember being in like second third grade with some of these people my first real serious online relationship is happening and I think I feel in love but the thing is is I'm not sure if it's I just don't know it's it's a it's a completely new feeling I want to know if what I'm feeling is just as real as it is out there uh, in the real world, because this is so, like I've only known this person for as long as I've been DMing with this person. That sounds so crazy, even just being able to say we live in the 21st century. Well, I hope you give me some good advice. Please don't fuck this up. I think I might be in love. That's a button. Good job. Um, okay. It's almost as if this person knows how to make content. Yeah, that's crazy. I bet they have a really nice Instagram. <laughs> really aesthetically pleasing um i actually funny enough i had one of my this is not the person who called but i had one of my close guy friends talk to me about that like just now about how what, what wanting, about, wanting to say i love you to someone they met online mm, yeah exactly the same situation and <laughs> my overwhelming advice was no um granted they have not been together for a super long time i think okay when it comes to like saying i love you I mean, I mean, don't like pull a bachelor and like say it's like two girls, which he did like two seasons ago. I don't know. I didn't watch it. But I think if you feel a certain way, I don't really think there's necessarily a question about it. Like it's kind of like, no, I know. Like there's not really 
any other way to describe it. But at the same time, too, if you've never been in like a romantic kind of love, it is sort of like, a oh, my God, is this what this feeling is? But you're kind of the only person who can know that. I don't think there's anything wrong with meeting, having met the person on the Internet. I don't think that really changes anything. But I think it's it's kind of the right time to say I love you when like you have to go out of your way to not say it. Which is, that's what I remember a lot was like having it be like, I'm not saying this. And it like something, having it be like a quick automatic response to something. And then you have to like dial it back. But I think if you're contemplating and it sounds like it's going to be really hard to say and it's something that you're really like struggling with, if you feel it or not, wait it out a little bit longer. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also, if you say it, I feel like if you've been dating this person for a while, they must like you. And also, would you be okay if they didn't say it back? Oh, if you're cool with them not saying, okay, I guess that's a real, that's the thing about true love. That if you love somebody and you're okay, if you're okay saying it and you're not saying it expecting a response or needing a response and you just need to say it for you, because it's more about you loving them, not so much like, are you in love with me too? They're date, you're dating the person. So obviously they have some sort of interest in you. But I think if you just need to say it for you and it's just comfortable to get it off your chest and you're not expecting anything in return, then go for it. But if they just say, like, thank you back, are you going to are you going to die? Then, like, wait it out a little bit longer. Also, or 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 get drunk and say it. That's what Moss did. Literally, like it, I think he's he got literally he said he loved me like probably like a hundred times super drunk. Before I like ever let him say it sober, because I would just stop him. Like, no, don't say that. Please don't say that yet. Did he say it first, or did you? He said. It, I mean, he literally said it like a hundred times drunk. Right, but sober. Sober. Yeah, he said it. And did you reciprocate right away? Yeah, but it was yeah no, and like I think it, it was it was the right time when you can also you can you can kind of sense it, and that's like there's. I don't know. But it's it, trickier if it's online. For the sake of argument, if he's saying that they've only ever talked online and they have never met in person, could you be in love with that person? I think that's a person. I think it's a personal thing. I, I myself could not be in love with someone like, I mean, I, I couldn't. Like, I just, I would need a physical connection to be in love with somebody. I, yeah. I also feel like I couldn't be in love with somebody if I've never had sex with them. Yeah. Because there's some aspect of like, when it comes to romantic, there's some aspect of sexual attraction that I I feel like you can only have in person. Right? I mean, that's what I think. We're in the 21st century. Who knows? God. But yeah, well, if it's just via online, I'd like not say it. Because it just feels like AIM. Just uh, out of curiosity, you ever seen that movie Her? Oh, when, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Falls in Love with the Computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels almost like that where it's, you know, you can get an intimate connection with somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that is quote unquote virtual mm-hmm. because it's, you know, there is no physical contact, but I think there's emotional intimacy where we've reached a point in our technology where there can be emotional intimacy. And I think that's where like people get catfished. Well, that's my, that's my, that's my fear. If you've never met this person, yeah. but I think if it's just that you happen to have met them online, I mean, I think that's kind of just comes with the territory nowadays. So if you've never met this person, just wait until you've met, Make sure they're a real person. Make sure they're a real human before you say, I love you. 
I mean, guys, guys, that's it for the show. Uh, thank you. I enjoyed this sort of end of the year theme. This was fun. So if you guys have questions or responses to anything that we talked about on the show today, again, give us a ring-a-ding at 310-694-0976. Again, the phone number is 310-694-0976. Okay, guys. Yeah, that was so much fun. If you guys liked this themed episode, let me know on Twitter. I would love to hear your responses on Twitter in general as well as your new voicemails for advice and i want to hear what you really thought in a really nice 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 positive five-star uber kind of way except this isn't uber you're gonna go leave an itunes review that would be amazing i would thoroughly appreciate it and love it also the logo is super cute it's me sitting on the bed designed by mitchell did it right design oh oh i got a pay my meter in a minute 15 minutes (laughs) um yeah if you guys could leave a review that would be amazing five stars just like the pushy pushy uber drivers who speed too fast and then won't let you out of the car until you give them a five-star review that's what we're doing have you been in one of those ubers terrifying literally you're like i just let me out sir i am at my destination we would love you guys could do that and um yeah i'm excited i can't wait to hear from you guys again very soon so i'll see you in two weeks goodbye Hello, guys. I am back here to ask you to leave reviews on the Apple Podcast app. It means a lot to me. Not only does it help me validate my emotions and feel good about myself that you guys are enjoying listening to this podcast, it's also a really great way for us to do better. It's great for advertisers to see and it really keeps the podcast afloat. So if you're enjoying hearing this, we'd love if you could vocalize that enjoyment by leaving a review. So I thought I would pick my favorite one for this week, which is by Rose D, you know, it literally says D space. Yeah, no. And she gave us five stars. Thank you so much, Rose. And she says, I've always loved Megan and I'm excited to have a way to hear more from her. Her advice is thoughtful and she definitely brings it in a, brings in a fun perspective with so much empathy. Definitely a must listen podcast. Oh, Thank you. I also love the word empathy, especially when it's relating to me. Thank you. I really needed that today. So thank you so much, Rose D. So guys, again, if you could go leave a review on the Apple podcast app, that would be amazing. I would love it. And uh, yeah, maybe if you leave us some creative, fun, or just really nice review, I will read aloud next week. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Associate producer, Melissa DeMons. Edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks. And don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.